This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, cause Doug loves movies. Hey everybody, my name is Doug and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies, rental car episode 13 I believe coming to you from uh, what kind of car is this Graham? Doug we're in delightful Toyota, Toyota Corolla Toyota Corolla <laughs> I knew it this time yes. I didn't even have to ask it's good stuff the Toyota and we've it has a USB jack in it so we've plugged in my iPhone to listen to some music yeah and that's why we're taping this episode right now is because I got tired of listening to Graham's music um, it's all very what, like what, Sleepy. What, what things? What two things about it did you? Miles Davis was the most. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Exciting. Yeah. Up tempo. Up tempo. Well, there was some Brazilian music in there that was up tempo. 
Oh, yeah. But you don't understand that language, so... I do, don't understand it. There were some gunsh- gunshot sound effects. <laughs> yeah, you got a weird playlist, dude. <laughs> That's your version of uh, a sleep machine, is uh, just to lay down and relax, you have to listen to gunshots. Oh, it makes me... It's such a lullaby, hearing gunshots. It's white noise over that neighborhood you live in in yes. Santa Monica. Yes. We are driving back to Los Angeles from San Luis Obispo, where we did a show last night at Cal Poly, SLO, and it was a delightful time that we'll talk more about in a second. It's May 12th, 12, two oceans 12, and to my left, behind the wheel, celebrating Mother's Day by driving and listening to gunshot sounds <laughs> is Graham. We've got a long way to go in a short time to get there, Elwood. <laughs> Hang on to your ass, friend. <laughs> <laughs> so last night, uh, Cal Poly had about maybe six or seven name tags out of 550 <laughs> audience members. Yes. And uh, Jim had a toilet seat with uh, Fast Five on it and the and the Doug Loves Movies logo. Uh, he lost in the category in theaters Chow. Yep. Which is movies that take place in Italy. And the film that he could not guess, not surprisingly, was uh, Under the Tuscan Sun. Yeah, I don't know why he would pick that category. There was a couple other categories that were probably more suited for him. There were easier ones. It's Ving Rhames' birthday today, so Ving Rhames' movies. And I also gave him In Theaters Now, along with In Theaters Chow. So, it's his funeral. (laughs) Thanks for playing, Jim. And thanks for bringing a toilet seat to the show with my face on it. Then, Then you pick Jenny... Just because she was the only person sitting up close who had a name tag of any kind. Yeah. And hers said 8675309. So we knew she wasn't a student making a reference to a song from 50 years ago. Not that long ago. Yeah. 25? Yeah, at least, at least <laughs> 25. Yeah, and in the two letters, two letter titles category, um,. He only gave it two stars, and I really liked that movie. Uh, was the, the answer was the movie Go. Yeah, it was a lot of... It was, it was like 12 names, and we bid down to about 8 or 9, and she told me to name it. Yeah, they were, they were all... They were all everybody... Uh, uh, you know, first of all, Jim goes... Jim confidently bids four out of, like, seven or eight names on the Tuscan Sun thing. Yeah. I, th- he th- I think he thought it was Because part of it's in Italy I think he thought it was Ocean's 12 That was his guess Yeah Because he just went ahead and guessed that even I, think, though. I think he did that thing And I've fallen into this Where you just get a movie in your head And you think that's it And that, that sometimes can Yeah can but, prevent you from victory But you win by making the other person name it More often than not Yeah And uh, especially if you can get the numbers down But he when I thought he was going to ask you to name it, and it would have been over, because you wouldn't have gotten it. No way. <laughs> uh, he he blew it by going, I'm going to go four. Like, I don't know. I guess people get, you know, they get pumped up. They get excited. Because then we brought the Dark Nigel on stage. 
his name tag was some sort of Batman thing, and, yeah. and his name is Nigel, so he went with Dark Nigel. But I, th- I thought that Dark Nigel sounded like a black character in a Guy Ritchie film. <laughs> you keep that up, we're going to call the Dark Nigel on you. And then he's like a big gangster. Yeah. Uh, he won, though, in the category Roach Protocol. And Roach Protocol is not, probably not what you're thinking. It's movies with insects in them. And uh, Graham could not come up with based on... Like, it's the weirdest list of names. The first four names are people that do voices of bugs in the movie. So that's like Dave Chappelle is yeah, one of them. Just... And then, uh, and then of course, we didn't, you know, in the number of names we gave, we didn't get to the lead, Jerry O'Connell, past and future guests on this very show. But anyway, Joe's Apartment was the answer. And I don't even know if I ever saw that movie. It came out in, like, 96, right? Yeah, I don't think I saw it. I, I saw the shorts it was based on, and uh, those were cute, but they still were, like... I, I can't... I'm not... I don't really like looking at uh, cockroaches. I held one in my hand on AM Northwest one time, and, Because uh, there were some cute girls with, with bugs. Bug, bug chicks, they were called. <laughs> I found out, too, after the show, Nigel was in the military and had a friend who also was in the military that saw him. The reason he came to the show is his buddy was like, oh, yeah, he came to my base. Oh, that's cool. How about that? But how did Nigel know to make a name tag? Um, because he's a, he's a fan of, the sh- of, of your podcast, but I don't think he's ever seen... Me or maybe you do stand up. So oh, okay. Just knew my voice from doing the show. Right, right, right. Now it's time for tweet relief. Tweets about movies. At Stephen Falk, F A L K on Twitter tweeted, "Quoth the Raven, ever snore." <laughs> this has been tweet relief. Tweets about movies. That was a good one. Uh, where do we do now? What is happening now, Graham? Oh, Thursday night at Nerd Melt Theater and Studios at Meltdown Comics on Sunset Boulevard in Los Angeles. I recorded the second installment of Dining with Doug and Karen. It now has a theme song and a closing line and uh, other things happen in it. And uh, we still continue to enjoy your feedback. It's available for freezies now or soon in the comedy podcast section of iTunes or at Nerdist.com. We also did episode 15 of the Benson Interruption podcast, also available soon or now in the comedy album section of iTunes or at DouglasMovies.com for two bucks. Buy it if you like to laugh or don't buy it if you like having two (laughs) dollars. And if you haven't purchased it yet, Comedy Film Nerds, from Bridgetown with Janine Garofalo is also available for two bucks on iTunes as well. Also. Yes. So and, hear, and in addition to. You can hear me and Chris Mancini, Janine, and uh, Doug. Doug. Yeah, I make an appearance at the end for uh, another startling edition of the Leonard Malton game. Yes. I don't know what's startling, startling. about it. I don't, even, I don't even remember what happened. <laughs> Graham, have you seen any movies since we got back to uh, Atlanta from, uh, I mean, back to L.A. from Atlanta last Monday? What did I see? I saw nothing. I almost saw Avengers again, but that day I decided I was too hungover to watch Avengers again. Oh, I know what I saw. I saw, um, I saw Lone Wolf and Cub, which is an amazing series of samurai movies from the early 70s about a... A Ronin, a guy who was sort of framed 
by some evil samurai. He was, and so he has to take his son, and they just wander the Japanese countryside, and they're they're assassins for hire, and it's awesome. Put that in your Netflix queue. What are they? What are they called? Lone Wolf and Cub, and there's a whole series of movies, and I think it was even a TV series in Japan. It was a comic book. It's it's really cool. But I, each one is called Lone Wolf and Cub. Yeah, it'll be like Lone Wolf and Cub. The one Ghost I saw. Protocol. Yeah, Lone Wolf and Cub. Ghost Protocol. The Redemption. Yeah, there's Lone Wolf and Cub. The one I just watched was Sword of Vengeance, which is the first one, which is very cool. And then there's all kinds of you know Blades of Steel and Spring Break and everything else. Okay, so that's. Uh, Lineman and the Chimp. No, you're really not listening. <laughs> <laughs> BJ and the Bear. Yeah, yeah, go see BJ. Ghost Protocol. BJ and the Bear, Sword of Vengeance. <laughs> uh, Graham, we did an episode on Friday of Doug Lowe's Movies, or last week, that plopped on Friday, featuring Bobcat Goldthwaite, uh, three other people, <laughs> Paul Shear, Jimmy Pardo, and, um, and uh, someone else who's, uh, oh, it's always so hard for me to remember who the guests were, but there was a fourth person, and we, oh, Morgan Murphy, and we played uh, no games, we ran out of time for Build a Title and Letter Mullen, but then Jimmy Pardo insisted we play some game, and so I introduced a new game that uh, we might play again on next Tuesday's show because it went really well. But I just wanted to say, I brought all this up just to say that I appreciate that there's been very little, there's been one or two tweets from people saying, you have to play the Leonard Mullen game. And everyone else has been really cool about it. So, uh, you know, I might mix it up a little bit more uh, in the future. And last week's, the last car boner sewed that we did out in uh, Georgia, a person named uh, Mike McCauley wrote on uh, AspecialThing.com in the Douglas Movies thread that he briefly worried that at some point during that episode we'd be hearing the world's first snuff cast. <laughs> because remember there was that, somebody hit the brakes really hard on the oh, freeway yeah, and we are yeah. like, oh shit. So I thought that was funny that he called it a snuff cast. Snuff cast. <laughs> snuff of this cast. Yeah, let's do it. Let's die. Uh, what's next on the agenda? This might be a long one, you guys. Um, oh, okay. Time for a new thing. For those who think Graham doesn't do enough yelling or singing on these uh, rental car episodes... <laughs> I recorded the Leonard Malton game at the Punchline in Atlanta last Sunday on my phone, so it's not the greatest recording in the world, but I just wanted you guys to be able to hear, uh, you know, a poorly recorded version of what happened. So, here it is. We'll play that, and then we will uh, come back here to the car. So, it's coming up right now, right after this fart sound. This is a part of the show, Atlanta Punchline, where we decide, Graham decides, Graham Elwood is going to pick someone to play against in the uh, in a one-on-one, mono-a-mono, doesn't have to be a, a dude, though, uh, round of the Leonard Malton game. And uh, it looks like we have some pretty juicy name tags. Let's see your name tags, everybody. Oh, my God. This is amazing. 
just have to say it right now, Graham. I just before we continue, we're gonna do Douglas movies in Atlanta in, in less than less than two weeks from now. Tickets are going on sale tomorrow. Only 80 people will get in because it's the tiny laughing skull, and it's at it's at 6 p.m. on Friday, Friday, May 18th. And uh, people are already like, oh, oh fucking jobs. First a drug test and now this. I fucking hate jobs. Well, you know what? There's a thing called calling in sick, and there's a thing called slaying all of your coworkers. So do what you gotta do, you guys. All right, Graham, who do you want to play for? These are amazing, These are amazing. There's brownies, there's a watermelon, there's a guy with a football thing, there's tattoos, Billy, this guy, Billy Jack, with those protocols. Jenna and the Giant Peach and Madagascar, you've been to the show before with those name tags, right? They're great ones, but you haven't been before? That's amazing. Those are really good ones. There's someone that I'm impressed. They're lying. Liars! Liars. Front row liars! Ryan, nice. There's that hilarious guy again. Maybe that's his, maybe that's his name. That'd be, a, that'd be a fucked up name to give somebody. My name's hilarious. What's yours? Where are you going? That's, that's him in every pickup bar. My name's hilarious. What? Wait, wait. Where are you going? Alright, let's do let's do Bradley with the football thing. Come on up, Bradley, get up here, Bradley. Go stand over next to Graham. Don't want you to cheat and look at the uh, look at the answers. Hold it up, Bradley. Woo! Okay, that is to scale. Yeah, and he's got um, he's got he's got a little uh, little version of himself as a football player and. Uh, and he's got uh, Death Squad TV stickers nice. uh, uh, on both of his right on. both of his pec areas. And you've got a Bill Murray wearing 3D glasses T-shirt. And you've got the uh, two thumb minimum that they asked for here uh, in in footwear. <laughs> got your flip flops on. Flip flopping it. Flip flopping it. I just I don't like having something between my toes. It looks like what? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> Oh my God, we we get the best hecklers yeah. at these at these shows. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Nothing. <laughs> Did not mean to disturb you. My fault. <laughs> All right, Bradley. We're gonna play one round of Leonard Mullen game with you, and if you f fail, I was gonna say. She don't know. Sucker for ladders. If he saw a ladder, he was gonna sing it and flow and climb. Don't get him near a firehouse. He will flip his fucking shit. Let this be sliding out of ball. Even though. I think he'd go Jeremy in that situation. I think. Jeremy. There's a harmless little fuck. What is he saying? A harmless little fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
play one round with uh Jake, will you stop it? Get down from there. I was that's the song he would do if he was at a uh, fire watch in forest. Shut your fucking <laughs> he have to yell that's hilarious before he notices no one around him thinks it's funny like no one he's not getting approval from anyone he's just getting that weird like when people write mean things to you on twitter you know or like oh <laughs> if i if you wrote that's hilarious to me and i retweeted it and everybody would be up in your shit calling you the f word the c word the n word i didn't do them in the right order that's comedy film nerd right <laughs> So Bradley gets to pick a category, and uh, would you like five-word review? That's a movie where uh, Leonard Maltin only had five words to say about it. Uh, uh, or Gone Baby Gone, that's a movie where a baby dies. <laughs> it's kind of a fun category. I like to throw in a fun one here and there. That was suggested by, what's the name of the guy who suggested it? Sir Chris Coleman suggested that. And at Gary S.A. Don't call me daughter. Don't, please. You can't, Graham, you can't just keep singing Pearl Jam songs. Change that, throw in some gin blossom. <laughs> I'm sorry, some kajagoogoo. Alright, and your third category is snazzy, as in snazzy awards, and that's films that have won an award for their costumes, specifically the Oscar. So Oscar winners that are snazzy, baby, dead baby, poor Leonard only had to say five words about it, and that was, that was all the time he was willing to invest. So baby, five, or costumes, those are your choices. Thanks for summing it up, Graham. I'll take Snazzy for 200. Even Maybe we can drive around this town. <laughs> shy, shy, hush, hush. Shy, shy, shy. All right, two and a half stars from Leonard for this movie. Audience members, please don't help out. This is just Bradley against Graham. If Bradley loses, if we have time, we'll bring somebody else up. This movie is from 2005 and won the Oscar for Best Costume Design. Leonard gives it two and a half stars. He calls it sumptuous. Uh, word he throws around a lot. And he also says that it has an intriguing story. Yeah, the clues suck as always. And they don't give it away. But you get to bid on how many names you think you can guess it in, reading from the bottom of the list up. And there are five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve names. I'll take twelve names. <laughs> wow, Bradley coming up huge. <laughs> Going big, my friend. Yeah, well, you know, uh, Pete Holmes took all the names for Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> and, uh, still. <laughs> People love doing that. Denver, yeah. Everyone you know hates you. Uh, <laughs> Alright, here's your work in your cubicle. Denver, yeah! Everyone's like, why is that guy doing that? Why is he climbing around singing Jim Blossom songs on a copier? Why is he doing that? 
She don't have a day job. I just assumed that something. <laughs> People are gonna imitate it. Sure. Starting tomorrow. Go. All right. You say twelve. I say nine. Nine names from Grandma Wood. What do you think of that, Bradley? All right. Then I'll take Death six. Squad TV says six. Six. Big jump, Brady. Brad. Guess what? Name that movie. There's no reason to slap his name tag yeah, like that. Yeah, name that movie, yeah. violent, and now you're coming all over it? That's really inappropriate. Can't unsee that. 78 is not great. <laughs> Masturbate. Yeah, Denver, Denver, yeah! Graham is no dick skipper, you guys. He gives it full attention. When it's out of tension. How many names does he get? Six. Six names. Here you go. No, Do you want the clues again? No, I'm good. He's good, he says. It's sumptuous. Alright. A little cocky. Yeah. <laughs> also a little off mic. That's cool. <laughs> Ted Levine is in this movie. Uh-huh. Ted. <laughs> Let me put this chair in the back of this van. Oh, you're a big fat girl? You see a big fat person? Mako was in this movie. Randall Duck Kim was in this movie. Hiroyuki Tagawawa was in this movie. Yeah, Sai Shin was in this movie. And Kaori Monroy. So those are your six names, I think. Yeah. Okay. From 2005, Sumptuous won an Oscar for Best Costumes. What do you think it is, Bradley? Uh, I'm going to go with Memoirs of a Geisha. That is correct, you son of a bitch! You bought hell nicely done! Wow! Tough category! Impressive! Nicely played, dude! Holy shit! I was so worried you'd go last samurai. Yeah. Holy crap, dude. That was impressive. I will act. I will come on your actual face. I will. That's, what, like that's one of the prizes? Yeah! Woo! Even for. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot to mention the fucking prizes, man. They're in my pockets. It's not a bag this time. I'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna hand it to you. You. That was amazing. You get Graham Elwood's comedian's got a boo boo. There you go. Uh, rumor in the audience is that it's hilarious. <laughs> and Doug uh, Benson, professional humor eating. It's alright. It's okay. And this is something somebody gave me somewhere, and I'm just, I'm just re gifting it. It's kind of a cool little figure. It says My Robot Nation on it. And I don't, I don't know who gave it to me or why, but there you go, buddy. Yeah, Bradley. Bradley. Yeah, Bradley, Denver! Knocking it down. <laughs> Knocking it down right away. Now this is the part of the show where Graham stops yelling. Yeah! Graham Elwood, everybody. That was fun. Nicely done, Brad. That was, wow. Very impressive. Very impressive. Everybody, we're back, back in the car. Wow, that the guy that kept yelling out, "That's hilarious!" 
classic. Uh, I'm sure he's the funniest guy at his whatever. There's no way he is. He thinks he, he is. He thinks he is. That's yeah. what I'm saying. He thinks like, oh, everyone at the office thinks I'm hilarious. No, they don't. Yeah, yeah. He's fucking, he's Andy Bernard. Yeah. He's, or... Right. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Just kept yelling that out repeatedly through the whole show. And and I actually, he and the guy that was with him came. They came up and he was like, the guy that was with him was like, oh man, that you guys are. I love both your podcasts. It's great. I'm sorry. That's my boss. Like that guy was his boss. I think. Oh, I was right, Andy Bernard. Yeah, and it's just the other thing that's so puzzling about that is Michael Scott. There's, there was 300 people at that show, and they were all, like, diehard podcast fans. Like, it was such a great show. And then that, where would that guy think in his brain, Yep, I'm gonna, I'm gonna yell that out. Everyone will love it. No, no, they don't. You're an idiot. Yeah, I, you know, I hope he listens to the podcast and has learned a valuable lesson. But you know he hasn't, and he's just gonna go on being that way. There's nothing we can do about it. Does anyone hunger for more games? Oh, buddy, I know I do. Let's play Six Degrees, hold the bacon. Oh, snap. We give each other two movie star names. And then, uh... He who can connect his pairing in the least amount of movies... Moves. Degrees. Whatever you want to call it. So if it's... If you just can think of a movie they were both in, like if one of us is dumb enough to give the other one a movie where the two people were actually, uh, you know, in, in a movie together, then that's zero degrees, because they're in a movie together. And then one degree, two degree, three degree. I think last week we got we got the movies in like, one of them was two degrees and the other was three degrees after I thought about it for a long time and, <laughs> and uh, mentioned it on the show. I've gotten some tweets from people Great tweets. <laughs> coming in and saying, okay, so send those to Graham because <laughs> I find them aggravating. Because <laughs> it's like they could even use IMDb or whatever. Sure, I just, li- I just like seeing it because it's like, my it's a new game for me. So my brain is so geared for Len Malton or build a title. I need, to, I need to retrain my brain. All right, so help help Graham train <laughs> to win the to win the six degrees hold the bacon Olympics. And the time limit for coming up with your answer is the amount of time it takes the other person to say all of their plugs. <laughs> so we can get those in during the because people people listening to podcasts don't like to listen to us think. Yeah. That, that makes sense. Sure. <laughs> I would think it'd be fun to just listen to silent driving and thinking, which is what we do all the time when we're not doing a podcast. We just sit here quietly <laughs> and listen to gunshots. Listening to gunshots. <laughs> all right, do you have two actor names for me, Graham? Yes, I do. Okay. I've got LeVar oh, Burton. You've thought about this. And Katherine Hepburn. Oh, you're an asshole. That's just stupid. That's ridiculous, but I'll do it. I'll, I'll try to do it. <laughs> LeVar Burton and Katherine Hepburn. All right, while you're thinking of that, Doug, um, right. my new CD came out uh, last week. Graham Elwood's Palm Strike Dance Party. 
and it has uh, it was recorded at Go Bananas Comedy Club in Cincinnati. It's about 45 minutes of stand-up, and then I put on a uh, three to four minute bonus uh, dance song with Natasha Lajaro doing the vocals. It was produced by Mike Furman from Hard and Firm. Uh, Palm Strike Dance Party is available in iTunes, and uh, I will personally autograph copies that you buy at ComedyFilmNerds.com. So, Graham Elwood's Palm Strike Dance Party. That's all your all, all of your uh, plugs. All right. If you want some more, you need some more. Yeah, time. give me another plug. <laughs> uh, we'll be doing a Comedy Film Nerds uh, book launch hundredth-ish episode party. We're way way into the hundreds already. Um, June 18th at NerdMelt. We're going to have... Um, it's going to be a live podcast recording with... Uh, we had 11 contributing writers. So far, we've got Matt Weinhold and Alan Havey booked, and we're going to get some more people to come down. And we'll be selling uh, autographed copies of the Comedy Film Nerds Guide to Movies from uh, Morgan James Publishers. June 18th at NerdMelt. Awesome. Those were beautiful, beautiful plugs. So I've got So far I can only think of I could probably get there in four or five moves But I just don't have them all mapped out What do you got? Because uh, I think the way to get there is to go uh, LeVar Burton was in Star Trek Generations With uh, Patrick Stewart And then then you get then you go Patrick Stewart to uh, he was in um, X-Men with Ian McKellen oh there you go yeah 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 and then Ian McKellen was in Lord of the Rings with uh, uh Somebody, but you know what I mean? Like, you get somebody from Lord of the Rings that was in something with Peter O'Toole, and then you go Peter O'Toole and Catherine Hepburn in Lion and Winter. But I gotta, I gotta think of someone in Lord of the Rings, like Ian Holm, or he, Ian Holm must have been in something with Peter O'Toole <laughs> at some point. Oh, wow. Right? That's a good one. Let's see. Um, yeah, we're listening to this thing. I would go the... I, I don't know, for me, I was thinking the other way. I was thinking on Golden Pond through to Jane Fonda. Jane, oh, yeah. Jane Fonda to like... I don't know, the Electric Horseman? So Robert Redford? Or Wilford Brimley? Or Robert Duvall? Um, did oh. they work with oh. Patrick Stewart or those guys? <laughs> Probably, yeah. Uh, but you could go... Once you're going that route, you could go... Uh, yeah. It's a, it's a six... It's a six degrees... Or five at best. I'll be curious if someone can figure this out to get this on Twitter because. It well, I can. If I spend a little more time thinking about it, I can come up with it. It's just like if you can. It's just trying to see if you can connect two names, you know, quickly. 
So, alright, so I will give you for your two names. So, all you gotta do is uh, get to connect to any two, these two names in uh, six, six degrees or less, and, and you're our winner today, Graham. And, uh, cause I failed. And, um, your two names are, uh, let's go with Tom Hanks and, uh, how about, <laughs> um, Steve Carell. Tom Hanks and Steve Carell. Yeah. Those are your two names. Uh, Here are my plugs. Okay. Everybody, let's have a tweet up at the Sleeper Agent Show in Atlanta on Thursday night, May 17th. Uh, uh, are you going to make noises the whole time we're doing this? Well, I don't have a pen to write it down with like you had. I'm driving. Right. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Um... But it's distracting me from my amazing plugs. <laughs> so I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give you, I'll give you a little extra. Right I'll give you a little extra time. Uh, Thursday night, May seventeenth, in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm going to go see. So's Graham, and uh, uh, Graham's going to be at the Laughing Skull um, uh, that whole weekend. But we're going to go see Sleeper Agent at uh, Graveyard. Grave, graveyard in the basement tavern basement at the graveyard tavern that's what it's called basement of the graveyard tavern uh, I've got a sold out Douglas movies taping at Laughing Skull in Atlanta on Friday May 18th thanks to everyone for getting your tickets so quickly I'll be at uh, in Bloomington aka Bloomies Indiana at the Comedy Attic May 19th and we'll do a Douglas movies taping the next day on May 20th at 420 Houston Improv May 24th with Graham Elwood Zanies in Nashville May 25, 26, 27 uh, Douglas Movies on the 27th Which is Memorial Day uh, We got a very special guest flying in for that And uh, of course Graham will be there As well What do you think you have Graham? God, this is probably this is probably very. I'm better at picking two obscure names rather than connecting these. But I will say, um, uh, okay, Steve Carell was in uh, Anchorman mm -hmm. with. Um, oh, now I'm blanking on his names. This is horrible. Uh, there was that other gentleman and that other guy. The, 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 the network, and the head a fourth of the guy. The older comedy. He's done a thousand. Fred Willard. Fred Willard. All right. He was in with Fred Willard. Fred Willard was in. Um, uh, no, 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 no. Yeah. No, let's go this way. No, no, no. Uh, 40 Year Old Virgin. 40 Year Old Virgin with Kathleen Keener. Kathleen Keener was in um, the Paul Newman movie where he's the old guy. Not nobody's fool where he, he was pretending he was in a wheelchair. <laughs> oh, this is horrible. I can't think of the name of the movie. God, he was an old bank robber that was pretending he was an invalid. Kathleen Keener was the nurse that figured it out. I have no idea what you're talking yeah. about. Road to Perdition. Yeah, and then I would go Road to Perdition. <laughs> no, that's not... That's not. That's what I'm saying. That's the name of the movie where he pretended to be... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was in a wheelchair going, there's only murderers in this room. There was, I mean, I really thought Road to Perdition, Road to Perdition was his last big movie, right? Wasn't it? Just about. And, yeah. and Nobody's Fool was before that with Bruce Willis and Melanie Griffith. Mm -hmm. 
And I don't know what this movie is you're talking about. Cars? <laughs> yeah, no, it was Cars Two. It came out before. He wasn't in Cars Two, right? No, it was came out. Before All right, I gotta look it up, dude. Yeah, I gotta look it up. You and your crazy make 'em ups. <laughs> this is not a make 'em up. If this is, you lose. If this is not a movie, <laughs> if this movie doesn't exist, if Paul Newman and Catherine Keener weren't in a movie together. My next two albums You're are my be official loser. Gunshots and Jazz, and then Graham Millwood's Crazy Make 'em Ups. <laughs> wow, you already have your next two album albums titles. Three and four. If only, in. if only were that easy. Just record an hour of you just trying to think trying of to the name of this movie. You're making up films. All right, so I'm going to type in Catherine Keener into uh, IMDb. IMDb and see what uh, what happens. Although maybe I should have typed. I'm going to type in Paul Newman because it'll be one of his last movies. Yeah. I mean, I'm, she's probably done a shit ton of movies since then. So, oh shit! I mean, I can't even get online right now. So that's something we'll have to figure out later, and we'll have uh, we'll have one of my producers uh, jump in and give us the correct answer. Graham Elwood's make him up has been certified by... <laughs> and then make a fart noise. No, the fart noises are the transitions in and out of the... The road, the road show. I want this to be Leonard more like morning games. radio. I want this to be a morning zoo car cast with weird, dumb sound effects. I like sound effects. They're fun. They make me laugh because their sounds are funny sometimes. They are, especially farts, because farts are a lot funnier when you hear them but don't see or smell them. You see a lot of farts. You see I'm just saying, it's not funny at all when you see a fart. God dang. All right. Thanks for listening to all this shit. <laughs> As always, that the that's hilarious guy is a shithead. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold is viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart.